Hey everyone, it's Chuchigatri again. This time, the 12th? The 12th. This is our 12th episode. We've been well, doing this. Now. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. It's good. No, it's, it's episode 13 this time. Unlucky oh, number 13. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, now yeah, you're... Yeah. Bad star. No, this is good. Okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that was all part of it. It was a joke. It was a gimmick we were doing. It's just a funny little joke. It's episode 13. Uh... I usually name my usernames on things 13. Like, I've just been relogging into my Xbox Live account. Roxas13, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, uh, so we're here to talk about not that, but video games. No. No. Oh my god, it is unlucky. Anime. Anime is close enough. <laughs> Anime is close enough. Um, so we are, you know, not going to talk about our monthly anime kill me baby this week but we are going to talk about a whole bunch because the fucking new season started and there's a whole bunch of shows and i watched all of them i think you two are smarter than that yeah uh and by you two i mean john hi yeah i i watched like three things and one of them was bad so you know (laughs) well trixie what's your ratio looking like um more good than bad, but I, I try to avoid the stinkers, because uh, I'm not insane enough. Oh, yeah. That is the word I would use as well. Uh, Godspeed. So- sometimes it's just a hint of masochism, you know? Yeah. That's uh, understandable. Yeah. Well, I think I... We should, do you want to just start off with one I think we all watched, which is uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer, which I think is a pretty good one for this season so far? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I'd, I'd even go so far as to say that I think it's the highlight so far from what I've seen. Yeah, so like this is a UFO table joint, uh, which I mean they are known for good animation. I would say primarily. I mean they've done the fate, you know, the fate movies, Karno Kyokai, a couple other stuff, and uh, man, the animation in this one is really, really good. It's really, really good. It's uh, outstanding. Yeah, so did, Sean, you you wrote down. So did, do you want to do you want to talk about it? Because you you've been seem pretty positive on it. Yeah, so it's it's something that I was you know I I didn't know too much about the source material. I know that you both are more familiar with the animation studio, but just seeing that already uh, is just the first two episodes really wowed me. Animation's fantastic. The music really hits you hard, um, and I love the character so far. Uh, so for those of you who haven't watched it yet, um, it's a show about a, I don't, like, a teen boy? I, it's kind of hard to tell how old he's supposed to be, but, like, he seems to be in his teens, who, um, is living with his family in, um, I think, I, I listened to, like, the Anime News Network podcast talk about it. They, they made it sound like it's supposed to be set in, like, the really early 1900s, like, the 1910s. Um, and he lives with his family, like, away from the town, 
and they just like sell charcoal to the town and like eke out a nice humble living in the forest and he goes to sell charcoal in the town when he comes back his entire family has been slaughtered by demons except for one his uh i think it's his little sister right or maybe older sister i'm not sure little sister little sister his one little sister survived but after a little bit it turns out that she didn't just survive she got turned into a demon herself so the plot of the show is the boy trying to figure out how to save his sister from being a full demon because she still has like enough of her wits to recognize him and like want to protect him but she, you know, she can't talk. She can't go outside during the the day because the sun will burn her up. Um, she she uh, is she, she wants to eat people. Like there was a scene where they came across like another slaughter uh, a house of slaughtered people, and like she was like salivating, and she had to like fight yeah. with all of her might to keep herself from just eating people. Um, it's it's really good. Like it's it's a it's a good enough story, but just like the 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 animation adds on to it so much because all the fight scenes are incredibly animated and just the visuals in general are great. Like the character designs are fantastic. It's just it's top notch all around. I I loved it a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. It's I was pleasantly surprised that the first episode wasn't just going to turn out to be uh, this lone boy uh, tragically living on after his whole family gets slaughtered but uh actually having uh actually having one of them live and protecting her despite being a demon it was a it was clever uh it it kind of alleviates my worries with the show uh that i was initially having going into it uh hopefully it doesn't get weird about that sort of thing that's the only thing that I felt uh, on the fence yeah. about. I, from what I've heard of the manga, I don't. I think it'll be fine. I know people seem to really like the manga a lot. That's a relief. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know much about this beforehand. I had a, I have a handful of friends who had been singing it to the high, singing high praises uh, for like the past few months lead up to the thing that I know people were a little worried that it would even come out with the UFO tables, uh, tax evasion problems they're going through right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, it seems like it's fine. I know they aired the first five episodes of this or something as a movie. Uh, so it's, it's all done. I think probably the whole anime might be done with how I've noticed a couple studios in Japan have been getting better about that. And UFO tables, not exactly a, like we need to publish, you know, this immediately type stuff. Cause they work on the yeah. fate movies. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I love the soundtrack for it a lot. Cause it's Yuki Kajira who is, you know, uh, Califina and stuff like that did Madoka soundtrack and it's really, really good. Uh, there were a couple songs that made me go, wow. Yeah. This is just a Karano Kyokai song. Yeah. Uh, but it's in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's yeah looking forward to that season uh, th- that as the season progresses um what what else is th- th- carol and tuesday you were saying before this this uh the show started is good right trixie uh, carol and tuesday uh unfortunately uh not out in the 
uh, US yet, despite being on Netflix. Uh, Gotta love that, right? Like, I remember last season for me was Kakagurui season two. I don't, I don't even know if it's been out yet uh, on American Netflix, but it's a nightmare. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, Netflix always takes their time with anime, I guess. Uh, which is a shame, uh, because Carolyn Tuesday's pretty good, and people should watch it. Uh, it's about uh, this girl, Tuesday, who runs away from home. Uh, a rich girl uh, just wanting to start fresh as a musician. And uh, Carol, who's uh, living on her own with her robot alarm clock owl. Uh, oh, all right. Really cute. Uh, uh, both, uh, both are really good musicians. Uh, they meet... Uh, uh, Carol busts on the street, uh, and they become friends, uh, and, uh, from there, I guess, it seems like an ensemble anime, so lots of, uh, lots of interweaving plot lines, lots of characters, that good shit. Good. Uh, it's, it's directed by, uh, Shinjiro Watanabe, the famously known for Cowboy Bebop. Uh, and that style comes through here uh, really clearly. The music is pretty reminiscent. Uh, so is the character development. Uh, it's really good uh, on that front. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm glad to hear you say that the music is good because I, when I think of Shinjiro Watanabe anime, I'm always like, yeah, the music, like Space Dandy, Champloo. Uh, and bebop yeah. would you say uh, it is like bebop with that regard like jazzy stuff or like so far so far the it seems like there's gonna be a variety of genres uh, oh huh uh carol and tuesday do uh piano and guitar duets uh i believe uh there's hints of uh possibly electronic pop music uh from some of the other characters. One thing is that the original songs in the show uh, are all going to be sung in English. Uh, oh, huh. Which I believe is the first time an anime has done that. Uh, they got uh, specific uh, English VAs to sing. Though oh, I, that's cool. Yeah. It's a really good touch. Uh, I Even though uh, I can't recall off the top of my head who they are, but it's they're really good singers. Uh, it's just uh, good all around. Wish Netflix would would stream it outside of Japan, but yeah, yeah, wait like half a year for that probably. Did they do like when they did the first one that I can think of that they did was Violet Evergarden? They probably did more before that. Um, uh, I believe they did Devilman Crybaby first. But that was first. That was okay. ten episodes. They just released it all at once. Right. Yeah, Devilman Crybaby was like a special thing because, like, it like it was released exclusively through Netflix. I think so. That's what, how yeah. kind of how they got away with just posting it all at once. And it, it helped out with sure uh, with something like Carolyn Tuesday, which I think is too core. They wouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even with Violet Evergarden, that was 14 episodes, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this one just going to be 12? Do you even know? It might just be like a... 
uh, I don't, I didn't see any information about how long it would go on for, but I, I've heard it might be two core, so, uh. Yeah, I mean, most of Watanabe shows are, I mean, all of them are two cores, right? Except for, um, oh, what's the one? Uh, wait, did they even do, uh, Zankyu no Terror? Was that? I, was that him? I can't remember. I, know. I know it was Cal- someone from Cowboy Bebop. That wasn't two seasons. Yeah, that's what I mean, like, except for that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, if you, unfortunately, uh, if you want to watch it legally, uh, you gotta wait a while. Oh. Isn't that just how it seems to be going recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't even say recently. I mean, that you know, anime, we've always had the problem. You know, in, like, the 90s, you had to wait for VHSs and shit, but... Still, it's it's especially frustrating in this era that, you know really lets us just do anything and we just can't yeah that's mm. speaking of things but more like i wish they can't uh, i watched a lot of bad anime guys like a lot of bad anime yeah, you you watched like most of this like yeah. coming season right it's because your roommate yeah. just like watches fucking everything yeah yeah God. exactly um yeah, I really want to say just one in particular was this one. It's called uh, "Teacher, Why the Hell Are You Here?" Uh, uh huh. Okay. This anime, upon looking it up later, it was just straight up like they had a hentai OVA already before this series existed. Oh. I'm shocked because the show is basically a hentai OVA. Uh, it's this 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 17 year old or whatever finding his teacher in various locations and getting into mix-ups. Hmm. Mm. They had this uh, censorship bar of her face over like 90% of the scenes in the show. So you know that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, just mm, the opening I feel like really highlights what that show is like where it's just like a ton of shots of the directors and crew of the show being written on people's boobs oh Hmm. they're 11 minute episodes or something um and man i don't know why this seems to be a reoccurring thing because this is not the only show this season that is like that so so i've uh, again i I, i'm I'm sorry for just being like i heard this from somewhere else but (laughs) Uh uh-huh i did read an article recently that talked about this or maybe it was on the Anime News Network podcast. It was either it was either one of those. I don't remember, but they like a lot of like hentai animes are basically g- just going that route of making like eleven minute long softcore things instead because they make yep. more money. Huh. I I guess, but it's it's so pointless. Yeah, there's that, and then there's Ouchon. That one you saw that Trixie, right? That was I dropped it. It was terrible. Good, yeah. It was yeah, a rough time. I saw two episodes of that, and it was me too. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, that one might was well, just yeah. Might as well dig into that quickly. Yeah. So, do you want to describe it, uh, Trixie? <laughs> it's it's about this uh, girl with uh, who has a really horny dad. Uh, uh oh yeah that's how you know it's a a real stinker uh named her after some really 
sexual, inappropriate uh, nonsense, uh, which has haunted her ever since. Uh, I want to say there's more to the story. Uh, I guess she has a sundry crush on this other dude, but it's, it's just shrouded in garbage nonsense. Like, this, apparently this, uh, old dad is a, uh, really huge pervert thing as a character archetype because this show isn't even the first time I've come across it. It's, it's just dreadful, honestly. Uh, one of the first scenes of, that he's introduced him, he wants, uh, his daughter to make, uh, him pudding in the form of a t, you know? Yeah, like just and they just straight up show it too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, tries to push her later into fucking the boy who she has a sundry crush on. Uh, it's, it's, it's vile. It's bad. It's also a short. Uh, a lot of shorts this season. Most of them bad. It's it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Just just really uncomfortable. That's so bizarre that like so many of these shows are just like are just basically censored hentai right now. That's that's yeah. really weird. So that that one's not as bad as the teacher one though. That's what I'm going to say is like the teacher one is literally just porn. Like that one isn't the- even porn. It's just a manga adaptation, yeah. but like not even a porn manga. Which just, mm. it's it's still fucked, but not yeah. teacher level. It's like that one's just wild, and also like this is there's a third one. Also, this one gave me whiplash. It's like oh, what is it fucking called? It's like I'll have to look up the name of it as I I'm saying this, but it was about this kid who like gets a magic artifact that lets him go across various timelines, and like okay. Yeah, and he's, like, a horrible man. He's, like, really horrible. And he's, like, going around just being, like... The first episode opens with him on the roof, and he's just lying there, and then his teacher walks up, and his teacher's wearing, like, fishnets? Uh And, like, a bustier and stuff like that? And it's like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, to take my pants off. And she's like, what? And he's like, then I'll stand up, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, Jesus God. Christ. Like, good God. Um, oh, what is the name of this fucking anime? <laughs> it was bad. It wasn't good. But the thing that got me about it is that that was... So I was like, wow, this, this, this man is like really weirdly sexual and the rest of the story isn't really particularly. And the reason is because it is an Eroge adaptation. Uh... And the part that gave me whiplash is uh, I've been talking on the, our other podcast that I, I've been playing Radiant Historia. Uh, that game designed the format for Radiant Historia. <laughs> huh. And I was just like, what? Like, hey, hold on. Wh- what? Uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, you know who talks at the boundary or something oh yeah that one yeah 
It's you? No, that's what you can find it as. It's fucking weird. You know, a girl who chants love at the bound of the world. There you go. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's a really weird one. Um, uh, It's just weird, you know? Like, I don't know. This whole anime season's kind of weird. That's what I'm going to say. Like, I've noticed a lot of just 11-minute ones, sexual or not, like, just there. Like, there was, um... There was some other one. I can't even think of it right now, but it's weird. It's really weird. I guess I'm not going to complain too much about experimentation within the genre with regards to, like, you know, time constraints, especially, you know, we're in the more net-based stuff for anime, I feel like, more recently. Like, a lot of anime just airs online. I think Made in Abyss did, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm fine if they want to experiment with the format and stuff like that. But, uh... There's just... There's just so many horny short. Yeah, they're all just horny right now. (laughs) This is the problem, right? And they're all bad, like... Yeah. Uh... Like, uh, th- th- another short one that is, is, this is also weird, is, like, Isekai Quartet. Y'all see that? The one that's, like... The that w- that one at least Isekai. that one at least makes sense in, like, an advertising sense, because it's just, like, oh, hey. Like, yeah. like, I didn't watch it, but I read, like, a synopsis, and it's basically them just going, hey, you watched ReZero and Konosuba and maybe Overlord. Why aren't you watching Tanya of Evil? Yeah... I can tell you why, because I found out that I didn't know this whole time that Tanya of Evil was, like, a man isekai into a small girl's body. And it's all Nazi-coded. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, that's the obvious part, yeah. The wild thing about that, which I found out the other day, is that the author is a communist and wrote Tanya of Evil as a... uh, (laughs) anti-fascist What? So it's supposed to be a joke? I I don't think it's a like, I don't think it's supposed to be played as a comedy. I've never seen it, but, like... That's, that's the wildest thing I you mean, could have told me. I mean, I'm, like, slightly interested now, but at the same yeah. time, like, it's still, like... It's, like, the fact that it's, like, a dude turned into a little girl is still... Yeah, yeah that's now. the part that kind really, of. like... I didn't know that this whole time. I really didn't. I didn't even know it was an isekai. Yeah, the isekai I, thing is new to me. I knew that. I knew it was a dude getting turned into a little girl. I just never said it because I didn't. It never. Came <laughs> out, well, thank you, John. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. It didn't come up. <laughs> I wonder why it didn't come up. I don't know. It seems like it's a normal stupid. Uh, but yeah, that was. It's all. They're also just weird because, like, I feel like. Listen. The way that show was set up is it was like, you know, it made me appreciate ReZero even more, as I I am the ReZero appreciator on this podcast, uh, because, like, everyone in all three of those other isekais are all, like, assholes. <laughs> like, everyone in Konosuba is an asshole, which is fine, because it's supposed to be like that, you know. Yeah. But, like, everyone in Overlord's an asshole. Gay. Yeah. Tanya's an asshole. Tanya's an asshole. And it's like, and then the reason of you are like, we're just friends. We're just having a good time. And they're just there with all these assholes. <laughs> like, uh, like it was just weird because like they were all like next to each other and they're all like, oh, uh, this sucks. We're all evil. Uh. And then the reason of people all come in and they're like, haha, woo, look at our funny little cat. <laughs> it's weird i yeah yeah and the re-zero people like show up right at the end because they're basically yeah. just like and now 
You've all been waiting for it. Here's Subaru <laughs> and the girls. Like, here's Rem. <laughs> here's Rem. Um, and th- th- I feel like my speculation to my roommate when we were watching that show is that since they can't work on season twos of any of those right now, or season three or four or whatever, like Konosuba has a movie coming out, uh, Overlord just finished. I don't even know what's going on with Tanya. And ReZero's next year, like, they're just like, well, we're not doing anything. None of these teams are doing anything. Let's just make a stupid anime. Yeah, might as well. It was fine. I don't know. It was weird. Just weird. Because it wasn't even, like, maybe the second episode will be different or something, but, like, it, it... it wasn't even like a mishmash or something. It was just like, here's two minutes of Konosuba. Here's two minutes of Overlord. Here's two minutes of Three Zero or whatever, you know? Like, so, so, like, how do they interact? They don't. They didn't interact what? at all in the first episode. They That's just, like, wild. All that happened was they were all sitting in a quarter of the classroom for each of them. And, like, the only reaction they got was both the Overlord dude and the Konosuba dude were like, oh, Tanya dudes, why are they military people? That's weird wild and then tanya went on a rant about how uncivilized her world was and how she hates dirty peasants and i was like okay yeah sure the evil Um, i guess that's why they call her evil (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you want to keep it here let's keep going i can keep going on this weird train with our topic changes uh john you watched sarah's on my so yeah i did and I almost, I'm, I'm almost like scared to open this can of worms because uh-huh. I have not watched anything else by the director. Oh, so Utena's I, good. I, I feel unequipped to truly judge the work because the first episode was interesting. <laughs> um, so, all right. I'm going to I'm going to give my my initial impression here, and you once the show is over, you can look back and laugh, or maybe I'll have the same, you know, I maybe I can read some interviews. My opinion will <laughs> there will be an opinion change here most likely I'm going to say, but that first episode was a lot. It's about. These three middle school boys, one is always carrying around a box, like an Amazon box, basically. The other boy is the the emo, edgy boy who likes to break into cars. And then there's a third boy who's just like the glasses nerd. And the edgy boy chases after the... um, well, he's, like, trying to break into a car, and then this idol girl shows up and, like, takes a selfie of with, with him, basically. And so the, the edgy boy chases after her, but then just come across, comes across the, uh, the boy with the box, and they end up knocking over a Kappa statue. And then the Kappa statue, like, summons the Prince of Kappas... And then he sucks a magical organ out of their assholes that holds yeah. their desires. And they get turned into Kappas. And then there's this, like, really elaborate 
scene of them uh, going up an, a monster, a cardboard box monster's asshole to pull out his desires because I guess it, it, it's it's an it's like the monster is actually just like the ghost of a man who liked to get naked and sit in boxes. Um, and then all of a sudden it turns out that the one boy was actually, I'm a little confused if he's supposed to be the idol that's always on TV or if he just cross dresses as her. I think that's the implication that they were going for, but he just dresses as her, but they're like, Oh, Hey, he's a cross dresser. He dresses as this idol girl. Which, again, that that that's that's a completely separate thing that I again can't talk much on, and that part is not the part where I'm like, eh. my my problem is they're middle schoolers and they're turning into anal beads and there's like ass juice like spurting everywhere, they're just being nude constantly. It's a it's a lot. And I can see a lot of people thinking that it's, like, way too much because they're fucking middle schoolers. But there's also a lot of, like, artistic merit to it because there's a lot of it... A lot of it is, like, asking about the, like, legitimacy of, you know, being into weird shit. And, like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, like, kind of being like, hey, what's the harm in being into what you're into? And also, like, the commodification of that weird shit at a a point. Because, like, everyone's desires get turned into Amazon boxes. So it's like, people just want items. And Amazon makes it really easy to do that. And that's why Amazon is able to take over the world, basically. And... But at the same time, it's questioning, like, there's a lot of things that Amazon can't sell you. They can't sell you love, understanding, friendship, connections. Black Mirror got weird. I mean, it's 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 kind of Black Mirror-y when I'm I'm explaining it. Yeah, when you distill it down, yeah. But it's doing that in a way smarter way. Yeah. And so I'm definitely going to keep watching it. But I also understand why people would be like, hmm, these middle school boys who are Kappas now are literally turning into anal beads to pull a an orb out of a monster's asshole, and then the monster shoots a bunch of ass juice out and most likely ejaculates too. I don't fucking know, but that's a metaphor for prostate orgasms. I mean, yeah, it's about it's about learning to it's about learning to to treat yourself right, I guess. But <laughs> yep, that's what I said. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said. I don't know. I I I know. I I like. I know some people were like, yeah, you know, he, he his his the director's content. The director likes to play with some weird shit, but at the end of the day, has something to say. So it so it's that there's merit to it. So I'll keep watching. Yeah, and uh, I am I am absolutely interested. I'm invested. Yukihara, uh, from what I hear of Yukihara stuff, and certainly. With Utena, the only one of his I have seen, uh, it, it makes sense in hindsight. Uh, it's also a lot, even though I enjoyed the premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, 
you didn't even mention my favorite part, which is that in battle, it just becomes a musical as well for no real reason. It really does. Yeah, that was pretty good. They do a bunch of like really dumb poses and just start singing about wanting to like rescue their desires or free them or whatever it was. But it that was that was pretty good. I liked that a lot. Uh, I'll see how I feel about it. I, I've already watched. I watched episode one as well. But uh, all I could think was when I was watching the first episode it was I would rather watch Yuri Kuma, which is the same thing, but with girls. You would not. No, I know. It was mostly like it was a lot less uncomfortable in Yuri Kuma, I think, for some reason. Like, I don't know why I totally got the discomfort feeling uh, when watching this. It might have. I don't know what it was specifically either, but Yuri Kuma was just as much blatantly sexual, I would say, uh, in playing with that stuff. I mean, like, they're constantly, like, licking nectar off of each other, <laughs> like, all the time. It's like, all right, we get it. Okay, we get it. Uh, but I think it's just, it feels, yeah, like, there's a lot more going on, and which makes me worried that maybe they're going for, like, a single core, as opposed to, like, Penguin Drum was, like, two cores, Utena's two oh, cores. and it, I mean, uh, this, this is 11 episodes. It's yeah. not even... Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's what makes me, like, a little worried, because, like, Utena needed all those, right? Like, I don't know how you feel it, about that, Trix, it, but I feel like it absolutely did. It basically needed three cores, more or less. Yeah, honestly. Good to be yeah, out with the movie and everything. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it remains to be seen with this show, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to judge it too harshly yet, but I am worried with that 11 episodes. Wow, yeah. Hmm. I guess I guess Hikuhara's really uh, going for it. I mean, yeah, that, it seemed going to be going fucking fast, so hey. Yeah. It's another. It's also another MAPPA show, and they've been on a roll. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, that's true, yeah. With uh, Dororo and... Uh, Banana fish. I need to watch Dororo. Yeah, it's still airing. It's still really good. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it's also a. I don't know. Eleven episodes is not that much, but on the other hand, uh, I I guess that's why it's so hectic and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just a lot. Probably. Ikahara probably could have extended it, but decided not to. Who knows? We'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, John, give me your Pokemon update. You know, let's do that right now. How about that? We're getting the Get it Pokemon out of the way. update, folks. What's the Pokemon update? Here we go. We got, of course, every week. We got the two episodes. That we gotta go over. You know yeah. what's up. You know what's good. It's time. No, I don't. Know. It's yeah. It was. It was kind of. It, it. It was kind of weird. Both like both of the episodes were good, but they didn't like move the. They didn't really like move forward that much. Um. So, episode one sixteen was like the lily episode and that that one was that one was was definitely really really good um it was basically just like going over uh lily's family uh they introduced um 
the they fully introduced uh, Lily and Gladio's Gladion's father Moan. Um, they talked about how he vanished. He got sucked up into an ultra beat an ultra hole while they were doing um doing experiments. Uh, they showed, like, everyone at, when they were younger, like, all the uh, Aether Foundation people uh, when they were younger, which was really cute. Like, they showed, like, like fucking Fabo was, like, a fucking hippie, and they showed, like, young Wick, and she was just, like, in the Aether Foundation employee outfit, and that was cute. And, uh, it, it was just, it was just really cute, uh, that whole first bit. But then they go, okay... Lily and Gladio, why don't you look after your dad's room? And they look they look through the room, they find a bunch of stuff, they find his Z-ring, and Lily's like, oh, I want to use this, because I want to go challenge the Pokemon League. Um, so she actually uh, tries to use a Z-move, like, she gets permission from, uh, from Hala to use the Z-move. She can't do it quite yet, but he's like, you can, you can use the Z, the Z-ring to learn. Um, and then they, um, Lily finds Magirna, as, as I previously guessed, and they pretty much just set up her, like, being able to activate it. There's this cute moment where it shows, like, a flashback of Moan finding the Magirna in, like, an, in, like, a fucking, uh, antique shop, and he's like, oh, like, the, these Pokemon were originally given as gifts to princesses in uh in ancient times so i'm gonna i'm gonna take this home to my princess my lily so that was cute and so like the whole thing was like oh moan was trying to figure out how to how to get it to work so lily could have it but he couldn't figure it out so now lily's gonna try to figure it out so she can continue her father's work and uh that's that um that's that episode it was nice it was it was cute i liked it um and then they did episode 117, which was basically just, like, a pretty standard filler thing. Uh, they go to that Malie City, which is the, like, which is the city where they based it off of, like, Johto. Uh-huh. Um, they just do this whole thing where, uh, like, a couple of the Pokemon run off. It's Shaman, Meltan, and, uh, Eevee, like, run off for a little bit, because, uh mallow's hair like hair piece flies away so they go chase after it and they get lost for a little bit and then fight team rocket and like that's it <sighs> it was it wasn't really anything when will they bring back the peachy brothers and do a peachy brothers episode uh that's a great question never oh mm-hmm. that's the best part that's my favorite thing i love when it's just the pokemon and they don't talk and the narrator just goes uh-oh Looks like these scamps are in for a railroad of trouble. And then it goes choo-choo, and the train's coming towards them. See, they don't do anything like that anymore. Like the, I know. In episode 117, there was, like, a full bit where, like, Eevee, Shaman, and Meltan were together, and they were just, like, making the noises instead of anything. And No narration? I, no narration. And I just remembered... I just remembered back in season one where they had the whole episode where the Pokemon were away from the trainers and the, or the two episodes where they were away from the trainers and they talked. Yeah, that? that was good. I still cannot believe that it has been over a thousand episodes and they still haven't done that again. Like, I, like, you I, know, I, I know, hubris. Like, they're scared. 
like don't tread don't tread old ground you know yada yada but like <laughs> i think they've done enough of that <laughs> yeah it's been a thousand episodes <laughs> oh. so the next episode is going to be um ash challenging the gym that's there you know how there's like the the kanto or the johto style gym that's there ash is gonna fight there um and I'm looking. I'm looking at Bulbapedia here uh, at the names of the next few episodes. Uh, episode one nineteen is going to be called "Super Fast Kawaganon: The Awakening of Mamane." So that's like Sophocles and his Vika Volt. So I guess they're going to show him actually like use his Vika Volt in some kind of way. And then episode one hundred twenty is going to be called uh, "Sweet Run Fishes a Kyogre." Or Kyogre. So that's going to be... I guess Lana's going to catch a Kyogre. <laughs> Alright. Hey. Someone had to do it. I mean, I guess I guess everyone's just catching fucking legendaries now. Yeah, actually, yeah. What is this thing going on now? Ash has a Meltan, which is going to turn into Melmetal eventually. Like, come on. Oh, I don't like Melmetal. It is weird. Um, fucking Mallow's got a Shaman. Lana's gonna have a Kyogre. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> fucking, uh, what's his name? The, the, the Kirihi? Is that his name? Kaki or his name, I think? Kaiki? Fireman. Is he yeah. gonna, what is he gonna get I fucking, It's either like, Kaiki or Kaki, I don't remember. He can get, like, Heat Ram? <laughs> oh. Remember Heat Ran? <laughs> that, that would be, I feel really it would bad be for funny. him if he got Heat Ran. <laughs> Hiran is the funniest Pokemon to me. I don't know. I was Hiran thinking about this recently. Sucks. Like, yeah, it sucks. And they ruined it because they'll never make any fire steel types or whatever ever again because of it. Oh my god. What if they give him that one fire water type? Oh, what? Um, I don't even remember its name. Uh, yeah, I know it's what like you're talking steam about. Steam something, though. probably. I don't fucking know. It's fucking. Oh, um. Volcanion. Volcanion, yeah. God, do you ever see that movie, John? No. The Volcanion movie is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I'm not even exaggerating. I was, like, blown away by how horrible it was. Vol- they gave Volcanion the voice of an old man. So, uh, I guess uh, next month we are going to be watching. <laughs> no, <laughs> please. I, I, I was like, I was having a real rough time, okay? And I was watching it, and I was just like, I was like fading in and out of existence. It didn't even feel like consciousness. It felt like I was going to lose my grasp on what it means to be a person <laughs> watching it. Like, that good, huh? Ash gets handcuffed to him, this old man. <laughs> And they're, this old man Pokemon, who is apparently it's implied that he was a human. All right. And then he became this Pokemon. I don't. Anyways, and then uh, Magirna's there, and he's like, "I made Magirna," and I'm like, "What?" So yeah, so is maybe Volcanion will show up. Wasn't Magirna's lore like that they were from the future? They're no, they're from the past. They're like ancient oh, artificial. Well, all right. Well, he made it, and he wanted to take Magirna to a flower garden, and literally nothing fucking happens. Great. And it sucked so much ass. And the old man was like, "Oh, being an old man." Uh. <laughs> and Ash was like, "I don't understand you, old man." And then at the end of the movie, Ash was like, "Wow, I get what it means to be old now." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, fucking you know suck. what? <laughs> yeah. People age. <laughs> uh, 
It sucked. It was so bad. I've been 10 for how long? (laughs) (laughs) What did, like, the twist should have been, like, Ash is older than him, really. Like, (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute. How long have you been on the air? (laughs) 473, sir. (laughs) That's how old I am. Oh dear, uh, and he just turns into dust and Ash just like looks to the camera and uh, it, just, it just starts playing the music from the end of The Shining. <laughs> it just sucked. Like It was just like one of the worst things I'd ever seen. So I hope Volcanion never appears. His design is so stupid. It's like the stupidest design for a yeah, Pokemon. It's like the, the fucking like, like the, the arch on its back are like two tubes that it splits up and shoots water or fire ass. yeah it sucks ass okay and like you know what it, like for, when i first saw that when i was seeing the leaks for gen 6 or whatever it was where it was like oh yeah look at these pokemon that are here like these are the legendaries that are hidden in the files i was like looked at that and i was like oh boy and then i think i looked at me or something and i was like oh that's not great either and then i saw uh hoopa and i was like oh hoopa's good so this is fine and then Hoopa turned into that big thing, and I was like, this is less fine. Yeah, Hoopa's, Hoopa's evolution thing is nightmarish. I hate it. It's At least it does a JoJo thing, you know? I don't care. It looks like... It's like a fucking... I don't even know. It looks like shit. I don't like looking and, but, at like, it. But, like, Hoopa looks cute. Like, normal Hoopa's good. Yeah. It's shame what happens. Not to... Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're not at all. Design. Uh, it looks like they just slapped a donut onto a beetle and called it a day. <laughs> I mean, yes. It's, oh. it's pretty bad. Yeah, I always forget that you're you're not big on Pokemon, right? You you've just played one game or something. Yeah. Damn. Barely even. Yeah, barely. Damn. I That's why. I don't know if I should apologize or just tell you to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I feel like you're educating Trixie every week with this Pokemon update, you know? like Yeah, it's... What I've learned is that Pokemon is completely befuddling, and I'll never understand it. Here's what's good. You look up uh, Lily, uh, Lily X Moon, Trixie, and you'll get the good content. Alright, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. Be fucking careful, though. Oh yeah, be careful with that. Actually, I should say usually it's fine. If you do it on Twitter, it's fine. It's just the player character and Lily, and it's just all gay shit. People drew it forever because like Sun and Moon, some gay shit. If you play yeah. as a girl, it's good. It's really cute. <sighs> okay, Pokemon update done. Volcanian shit talking session done. Yeah, Pokemon <laughs> updates done. Um, oh, he looks like shit. I'm looking at him now. <laughs> yeah, God, but, you, you know, uh, he I looks guess... like a bad Digimon. You know, honestly, this looks exactly like the kind of Pokemon I'd imagine having an old man voice. <sighs> Piece of shit. He talks. The steam Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabe Newell. I don't know. She's just gonna be like, commentary nodes, and that's it. <laughs> I love how it says current location on the, uh, the Bulbapedia page for... for the specific volcano in the movie, like as if Current it knows, location. like yeah, he's he's still in the Nebel Plateau. He hasn't left. Oh, thank goodness! I'm glad he's still there. Fuck. Oh, that's trapped oh, there that's forever, so never to be released. It has enough power to blow away a mountain. Isn't that great? No. That's not. You're right. It's not. Oh, okay. Um, Trixie. Hey. You've been watching Fruits Basket, huh? Yeah. 
watching those fruits. Uh, the I've new been, one, right? I've been watching both. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I've I wanted to uh, compare both, uh, and I've never seen the original, so I figured oh. I might as well. Uh, wow! So, so you've never you didn't even read it? No. No, I oh, know wow. nothing about the story except for what I've seen. I don't know if I can say it's good or not. I'm like very like wound up into it because that was the first manga I ever read. Nice. It was Fruits Basket, and I I, I love it. It's great. Uh, I guess I'll start by talking about the new one. Uh, yeah. For the one other person, I guess who hasn't seen or read it, uh, it's about this girl Toru who uh, lives in a tent in the woods. I think. Uh, because uh, she doesn't want to be a burden on anyone else after her mom dies. Uh, very self-sacrificing to a fault, even. Uh, when she stumbles across, stumbles across what's-his-name and uh, other what's-his-name in the house, uh, <laughs> in the forest, uh, they're all... Uh, I remember uh, the other guy's name, Keo. Uh, he's, of course you remember Keo. <laughs> yeah, he he's memorable to me. Uh, uh, I guess that they're all zodiac animals. Uh, they transform when they're hugged or stressed or sick. Uh, and uh, there's only been two episodes out uh, with the remake. Uh, it seems it seems pretty. Uh, it seems pretty all right. It's it's a slow start. I I have no idea where uh, you'd even go with that sort of premise uh, <laughs> beyond just being a simple slice of life thing. But drama. <laughs> I I would like that. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't take forever uh, to get to the drama. I don't I don't think it's a very long series, so it should be fine. Uh, it's Apparently. yeah. Apparently, uh, they're gonna adapt the whole manga, so... Yeah, it's not that long. It's only, like, ten books or something, I think. Nice. Uh, This new version of the anime is gonna be, like, 52 episodes. It's gonna be long. Oh! When you put it into... When you put it into that perspective, it... Yeah, it's suddenly really long. Um, cause... Yeah, because they are adapting the entire manga, cause... The mangaka hated the original version because they, you know, strayed from the manga. So oh this time, God. this time they're, yeah, working, sure they're, they're working with her on this new adaptation, and they're going to just do the entire manga. God bless. Uh, there are twenty books. I was wrong. Oh my gosh! That's... But there's only a hundred and thirty chapters. Okay, like, well, listen, only. Full Metal Alchemist is like five hundred or something. Okay, fair. And that still was only like eighty episodes or something, so it's like you know, I'm sure it'll be good. I hmm hmm. I wonder if it's really going to be like fifty something episodes. That's nuts. Uh, I wouldn't mind that to be honest. Uh, I wouldn't mind it either. I I need to watch it, sit down and watch it. But I might just wait till it's all done and just like you know soak it in, just binge through it. Yeah, because I I I mean I know everything that has happened. Fair, yeah. Uh. And I've also been watching the 2001 show, the Studio yeah. 21. Uh, that, 
That one's a lot more. Man, uh, Studio D does not have a great history, huh? No, but I actually, uh, I've watched uh, four episodes of that one, actually, because I just want to get through all that as soon as possible. Uh, I actually like it. It's a lot more hectic and uh, oh yeah absolutely eclectic as well than i expected especially from dean uh i guess when you say that the original mangaka hated it i can see why considering how uh how more of a comedic bent it has yeah 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 i i only watched like half of that i think or something but like it was definitely, like, very much faster. It reminded me of School Rumble, if you've ever seen that. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. In terms of its presentation, as opposed to, like, the manga's very, like... The manga is extremely shoujo manga. Oh, like, yeah. extremely, like, just like, oh, look at this. Kyo. I, Kyo, yeah. Kyo's I, so upset. <laughs> oh, no. What's he, he's, he's so mad. Oh, no. He pushed Toru down. Oh, what's no. going to happen now? Yuki's not happy about that. Uh-oh. Like, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. I I got that impression uh, from the remake, especially. Uh, she seems very shoujo-y. Uh, which, I don't mind. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how that develops. Uh, the Studio D one is... It's only 26 episodes, but it doesn't seem bad. It seems better no. than most other I remember shows being fine, that yeah. Time. Like, I mean, it's, I guess, watching it alongside uh, this remake, I can clearly see uh, uh, why people would want this one, but it's, it's nice. Uh, I especially like how Yuki's voiced by... Uh, Aya Hisakawa, who's one of my favorite VAs, uh, she's very good, and I, and I just tend to like uh, when girls uh, voice act male characters. Yeah, me too. I also like that. Uh, I'm pretty sad that the remake doesn't have that uh, uh, again, but understandable, I guess. <laughs> that that is weird because I heard like the, a big thing with the English dub was that they got everyone back, like who did the original English dub that they could. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay, because they were making a big deal about that. I was like, oh, yeah, I bet, like, a lot of people have seen the dub of Fruits Basket as opposed to the subs, probably, mm-hmm. right? Like, that that's makes one sense. of those shows. Seems weird, then, that they wouldn't bring back yeah, the original right? cast. Yeah, that is weird. Especially since uh, the cast is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Is Toru, uh, for one. And they're still around, too. Like, that's, yeah, I guess I guess uh, they just wanted a total change dub aside, so I, I can't blame them. I guess I I, just, I feel like gathering dub voice actors is a bit easier than like Japanese voice actors. Like that is such a bigger industry, I, you know. Maybe Natsuki Takia was just that mad, like just like Probably. really fucking mad about the anime. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh. All right, uh, John. Yes. I haven't watched. Here's another one I've been meaning to watch. Also, uh, One Punch Man season two. You watched it? No. You watched? Did what? Did you watch one episode? Is that what's out? I watched the first episode. The second episode came out 
earlier today, but I just, I did not have the fucking energy to watch it. I was like, I, I want to, like, I, I want, I had to watch Sar's, Saran Zanmai, and I had to watch, like, some other stuff, so I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste my time watching the second episode yet, because that first episode was, like, it was like watching the fucking hollow clone of your, of a friend. Oh. It was, it was, like... I'm probably I'm probably not using this correctly. It was like l- looking at somebody's nobody. <laughs> no, you're okay. All right, that sure. About yeah, right. that sounds right. Yeah, that works. Okay, I. Damn, nice I'm hot to, ref. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to relate to the kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was just completely devoid of personality. Um. Like, it had some good moments where it had good animation. Like, there was a fight scene between Genos and a big robot that was okay. It was absolutely not as good as season one, but it was... For an action anime, it was better than average. But, like, everything else was so stiff. There was no, like, line delivery in any of the lines. Everyone was just standing up perfectly straight. Instead of, like, doing any kind of posing or anything like that, there was no, you know, playing with the art style. None of that. Absolutely none of that. It was immensely disappointing compared to the original one. Like, if this was how it always was, it would be like, all right, yeah, you know, this is an all right adaptation, that's fine, but it's such a downgrade. It's such a shame. Like, One Punch Man was, season one was incredible, and I just... You know, like so many people probably dropped off of season one, or after season one, because it took them so long to come out with this new season. Yeah. And nobody's gonna come back for this. Like, I I wonder though, because like I, I feel like, and I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this, but One Punch Man has a very mainstream audience. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that. Like, there's. Oh, it, it, it does. Like, I. I specifically recall being in the manga section at Barnes and Noble one time and just having this like very jockey dude come up to me and he was just like completely perplexed. He was like, they have so much one punch man, so many one punch man books here. I don't know where to start. And I was like, well, what do you mean where to start? Like, you, do you mean like number one's right here? And he was like, no, I, I watched the first season I want to watch, I want to read the rest of it. And so I, like, Googled, like, what chapter it left off on, and I, like, showed him, like, yeah, this is the one. So, like, yeah, like, your quote-unquote normies out there are very aware of One Punch Man. Like, that got that got a lot of traction on, like, Toonami and Netflix. Yeah, it yeah. feels like the same audience as Dragon Ball, honestly. Like... I, I would say, I would say less the same audience as Dragon Ball and more the same audience as uh, My Hero Academia. Sure. Yeah, yeah that sure. sounds about right. Because like you see, you'll see a lot of dudes like who like wear anime workout clothes will either have like a Saitama sh- <laughs> like Saitama shirt or an All Might shirt. You know, they sure do. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's not horrible. Like if you want to watch One Punch Man animated, it's there. It exists. It's fine, but it's more just like. It used to be exceptional, but now it's just yeah. fine. And that is that's, 
Yeah, that bums me out especially, too, because I was really excited and looking forward to them animating the King stuff, because I think King's the funniest man in One Punch Man, and it's, like, the idea of, like, oh, it's gonna be that, but, like, really boring animation and stuff like that, especially after Mob was just, like, Mwah. Yeah. Ugh. That's a, that's a real shame. Mob's gonna, Mob's gonna have to set the bar too high now. Yeah. For One Punch Man season two. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's gonna be a shame because if this doesn't succeed, like they're not gonna keep going with it, you know. Like this is like One Punch Man has so much material, and this might be like where the anime ends, the anime adaptation. Yeah, that's that's a real shame. I feel like, based on how much is left of Mob, I think they only get one more season of Mob. So I don't know. You think only one more season? I was it's, maybe. I I was gonna I think finished, two. I finished uh, reading the manga, and it seems like if they tried they could pull it off in one season yeah i feel like it would be like one season and maybe a few ovas or something i don't know maybe they could just do two seasons and do add like some anime original content or something because they have been doing that you know yeah yeah because i wouldn't want like you know i i i trust them to adapt it properly i just hope that they don't like try to squeeze it all together too much because i feel like season one and two are like perfectly paced so I wouldn't want the last season to, you know, it would still be good. They were going through a lot with that stuff, though, even, yeah. like, with season two stuff. like Yeah. Well, then we'll, we'll see. I trust them. Yeah. However, yeah, I trust them happens, as well. Them. Hopefully, Mob, I, I bet they'll just keep waiting for all the stars to align and get the right teams for Mob, probably. Oh, I feel absolutely. like that's successful uh, enough. Yeah. That, I wouldn't mind waiting uh, for a quality Mob season three. Yeah. Yeah. Same about One Punch Man, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me think what else I've watched. I, 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 I Real quick, I can say, like, I, you know, I mentioned I was watching Sengoku Collection, which is such a weird anime. It's like, you know, gotcha game of 2010, which is like, whoa, that was a long time ago. That's like, um, d- d- is it even, like, active anymore? No. <laughs> God. It was by Konami. Oh. Um yeah uh but then we watched one episode of it and i think this might deter us from watching more because it was just like what the fuck so it was about um uh, otani yoshitsugu who is this famous samurai who had leprosy mm-hmm. um and they made an you know it's an anime girl because that's what happens mm-hmm. and uh she was just like this really depressed girl who was covered in bandages who was like I'm the most unlucky person who's ever lived or whatever, mm-hmm. but she's still trying to be like happy. And then she f- makes like a pen pal with this woman or whatever. And then they like fall in love with each other. And like, they keep trying to hang out with each other. She lives in like America or something and she lives in Japan and they're trying to like connect and stuff like that. But like bad things keep happening cause she's so unlucky and like, she's like, Oh, I'm going to go on a plane trip to visit you or something. And, she like loses the money because she ended up having to help an old woman get to the hospital and so she can't go visit or whatever and her friend is like don't worry i'll 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 make sure you can come visit me i'll i'll get some money or whatever and she's like don't worry about it and then she gets a letter that's like oh i have so much to tell you i bought you a plane ticket come visit me she gives her the plane ticket she goes and visits and she just comes and they're like the woman who owns like the apartment building she lives in is like she died from overworking herself oh 
and that was the end of the episode. Oh. And it was just like, what? What a cliffhanger. No, it's not a cliffhanger. Oh. That was the whole episode. It will go to a new character in the next one. What? And it just ended with her, like, reading a letter that was left on the desk that's like, you really brought light to my, like, last few, like, my last couple years or whatever. Like, it's been really tough for me because I'm sick or whatever, and I just wanted to see you so much. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, stop! What are you doing? This is the show where Nobunaga's wearing, like, a fucking, like, bunny girl outfit and going around stabbing people. It's fucked up. This is a gotcha game adaptation. Wild. It's fucked up. And also fucked up was uh, the Fox anime. Did you see this? No. Either of you? No. <sighs> okay, how do I even begin to explain this one? <laughs> uh, so, so it's like... It's like Kobayashi. Uh-huh. Like Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Uh, it's like that, but it's about a fox girl. It's called, um, it's, it's called like Kitsune no Senko-san or something like that. Um, and it's just this man who's like, you know, in a tech job or something and he's just like overworked and he's depressed. He goes home one day and there's just a tiny fox girl there. And she's just like, I'm going to make you rice and some nice tea and you're going to relax and eat this. And it's just like... It's, like, basically the same thing as Dragon Maid, but, like, without, like, the air of comedy? It's weird. Isn't... Isn't that a Dogakobo... That Dogakobo show? It is, yes. That's not surprising. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, th- I, w- I just wanted to mention this one because it has the weirdest thing ever that I've seen in a while, which is it has no next episode thing. At the end of the episode... It acts as if it's a first person you going into the house where the fox girl is. And she's like, been a long day, huh? Have some tea. And it's moving, like, the perspective as if you are a person. Oh, my God. Like a weird VR game. And it's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's a literal, actual wish fulfillment. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Where the fuck is my fox wife? Yeah, that's all I could think the entire time. I was like, damn, what the hell? Where the fuck is my fox wife? (laughs) It was just like, it was just so weird, but it was like very soft and like, shockingly, I'd say there was only one possible, potentially problematic thing. And this will sound weird when I say it and might color your perspective of it a little, but he was like just petting her tail. It was like, oh, it's so soft. It reminds me of when I would pet my family cat. And she's just, like, coming. Oh. Hmm. You know. Yeah. From her tail being to... Yeah. You know, normal things. I mean, sure. you, don't, you don't have a tail. You don't know if that's how it would go. You're right, rough. John, you know. Fair enough. I'll never get to know that in my life. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's what Sarazan is trying to teach me. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, other than that, I think there's like two other series I watched. And then we can talk about something more serious. Uh, 
so I watched Fairy Gone, which was literally just persona edgy. They just get like a persona and it's set in like some weird like alt verse of like World War II or something. Not Nazis coded though. Don't worry about that. I just mean aesthetically. Maybe even World War One. Uh where it's just like it's a lesbian show. Okay, that's why I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fair enough. The, the, the main girl's just trying to get back to her her like f- girlfriend who is like a mercenary murder lady now and they just do big persona fights mm-hmm. uh but it does this one thing that i really like which is and this may be indicative of its smaller budget but the next episode on they just like color in a bunch of keyframes and flash them really quickly <laughs> and like it makes you go well they don't have any money to do this but it's actually like looks pretty cool so i don't know also the personas are cgi which is funny nice um and then uh hitori bochi's really good i don't know have either of you seen it yes no what did you think of it trixie hitori bochi is uh really good really cute so cute there was like nothing problematic in it that's what i like to say about things when i watch them (laughs) is that there wasn't anything horrible damn (laughs) what a what a high bar there i know what a high bar uh but yeah, that was really cute. It's about this girl who has social anxiety and she her, she had one one really close friend and her close friend, when they, they ended up going to different middle schools, said, I won't be your friend anymore until you become friends with everyone in your class. What the fuck? I know. Everyone keeps saying in the show, like, that's really fucked up to her <laughs> whenever she tells them about it. Um, But she goes, she, so the first episode starts with her like, making friends they're like middle schoolers and like she makes friends with like the little punky girl who sits in front of her or whatever and she's just so cute like she's like like at a certain point she gets her like her phone number or whatever and she just keeps texting her non-stop and being like hi this is great what's your favorite food and stuff like that like a lot of really just it's just so cute oh it's uh it's really cute it's also really good about uh Depicting uh, social anxiety, despite it being uh, exaggerated and comedic. Yeah, it is exaggerated and comedic, but it's different from like how Watamode would present those things, for example. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I feel like the difference would be like this is the optimist view of social anxiety, and then like something like Watamode is like the really fucking pessimistic nightmare view we live of in it. A society. Yeah, we live <laughs> in a society. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. Or it's the Tory Vogt. She's like, it's okay, you know? You can be anxious and still make friends. And it's cute. That's yeah. good. Maybe I'll check that out. I kind of need that right now. I recommend... Uh, no, it's, like, super cute, John. Like, it's... I, and I think, like, it did get le- some legitimate laughs out of me as well. Okay. Like, I definitely recommend it as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I watched it twice to show uh, Robin and Natalie. Oh. Afterwards. And it, okay. they, they enjoyed it as well. It was just really cute. It's just That's nice. Good. Okay. <sighs> I think that's everything that warrants fucking discussion, if I'm being honest with you. I watched, like, a couple other ones, but let me tell you, the isekai enemies don't stop. They don't. That's all I'm going to say. They'll never stop. They'll never stop. uh, I did hear Katakawa stopped, you know, accepting pitches for isekai anime. Damn. Oh, for books. Not for anime. Not for anime? Yeah, they just just stopped. Oh, that was just for books? Yeah, just for books. Oh, fuck. I mean, that's potentially less anime down the road. Yeah, in the future, when they're done adapting all the ones that are already written. Oh, good lord. 
I'm glad that the uh, my mom hits two com- point combos or whatever. That isekai about the mom who's good at fighting games. Uh, Is that actually getting an anime? It's getting an anime this summer, yeah. Thank God. That should be good. All right, John, yes. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know much about the subject matter, so would you like to discuss the unfortunate anime news okay of today. so i felt like it would be a good idea to just really quick um talk a little bit about uh do like a little in memoriam thing for uh monkey punch who unfortunately passed away very recently uh he was 81 uh, he died of pneumonia it's very sad he was still chugging along seemingly like i i I, recently he was going to conventions and like still drawing still talking still you know talking about lupon the third which is his creation his most famous creation um it's it's a real it's a real shame when someone as talented as him passes um but he left an amazing legacy and you know lupon's gonna continue forever like that's that's gonna be something that's going to be animated forever. Like Lupin and that cast of characters are never gonna go away. So you know he, he may have he may have died, but his work and his stamp on the world will never die as long as people are still around. Um. So you know, I I just felt like real quick saying you know like throwing out a rest in peace and uh i did specifically ask folks um for some like questions or opinions on uh on his work you know mostly loop on stuff so i'll go through those and then we can do regular questions if that's okay all right yeah mm-hmm. sure all right uh a couple of people asked um about uh you know your fa- uh, the, you know favorite loop on moment favorite uh you know i mean th- there's there's a couple of there's similar questions but they are la- like kind of layered differently so i'll just do um super garbage bunny asked what's your favorite loop on moment does anyone do you have have y'all seen enough loop on stuff to have a favorite moment uh, the only Lupin anime I've seen is, uh, part five, uh, from last year. And okay. And I didn't finish that, unfortunately. It was, what I saw was really good, though. Do you have a favorite moment? Uh, I, I think it was a pretty perfect introduction to, uh, Lupin when he just casually, uh, infiltrates an underwater, uh, security base, uh, <laughs> to track down whoever's running the dark web basically like that's <laughs> bananas and mm-hmm. i've loved it sure uh rose do you have one um all right so i've only seen castle of cagliostro mm-hmm. so i will say i really like the car chase from that like a lot i thought that was fun oh absolutely uh, and i haven't seen it but wherever whenever fujiko hits that bong that everyone always posts the gif of that's good too that's what i'm gonna say because uh, it's really funny because i don't know why she's hitting it like that i think, <laughs> really... I think it's from the woman called fujiko mine I yeah i don't i don't know why she's she's really going for it that's what i'm gonna say it's weird <laughs> well i've seen cagliostro and uh parts four and five 
so, um, I mean, it's not a Lupin moment, but I still, I, I just, I, I think my favorite moment, or my favorite episode still is the episode where, uh, yeah. my favorite episode is definitely the episode in part four where Jigen uh, goes to the hospital and uh, helps the people at the hospital. I think that's my favorite episode. Um, just that whole episode I think is my favorite moment, I guess. Um, another one of my favorite moments is uh, when, um, oh my god, why am I blinking so hard on their names? Um, <laughs> Goemon? I Goemon, Zingata. Yes. <laughs> when uh, Goemon uh, has to go undercover uh, while there's an anime convention happening near him. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds pretty good, alright, yeah. Yeah, everyone just thinks he's cosplaying as a samurai, they're like, wow, what, what great, <laughs> pe- what period accurate costume, and he's like, what do you mean a costume, this is just how I am every day <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I, I think he gets stopped and like someone tries to like uh, peace bond his sword and he's just like no this is my weapon <laughs> you're not gonna stop me. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chum Personable asks, uh, "What's your favorite iteration of Lupin? What about the design? Like for example, the soft and smooth Miyazaki slash Tomonaga versus the angular and frantic Frank, fr- frantic Aoki, for example." And do you think the modern focus on big season-spanning plots is better or worse than the classic one-episode-one-plot? Uh, so first off, I guess, like, um, I mean, y'all haven't watched too much of it. Um, but, you know, uh, for me, I feel like, I, I just, I, I really liked part four a lot. So I think modern Lupin is, like, kind of my speed. Um... But I prefer the, like, more cheeky, fun stuff. I appreciate when they go a little bit darker for, like, the movies and for, like, Fujiko Mine and all that. But there's almost a part of me that doesn't like that because there's just, like, a joyous, like, happy-go-lucky aspect to it. And I feel like when you go a little too dark, it almost, like, it, it starts to take away from it a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, so I'm I'm not gonna be like oh those don't deserve to exist they're because they are alternate takes on a story that's been iterated on hundreds of times. But just for me personally, I like the more like it doesn't have to be completely goofy. Like there could be moments of seriousness, absolutely. But I just I I I think like. Like, like you, you know, you said, like, the part where Fujiko's ripping on a bong was really great for you. For me, I'm just almost like. Man, I don't know if I want Fujiko smoking weed. I don't know if I want. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I want Lupin like doing cocaine or something. Like that's a little. I don't want weird. that. Yeah, you're right. No, that's, I that's totally a, get. I just think much. it's funny. It it is funny. It is funny. Um, I feel like a bong and cocaine is a bit of a jump. Like it, there, that's. It is. It is. But still, it's like it's it's. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um. But, uh, I, I don't know, can, could, could you all maybe answer the design question? I mean, because Lupin has a couple of different designs where, like, he's so much more smooth in, like, the early seasons, like, the original version, and now he's a bit more, you know, like, like do you like him in the classic, like, green jacket, or do you like him more now, or, like, what, what designs do you prefer? I guess, uh, I guess those old designs have a nice charm to it. 
the I really like how cartoony and expressive they are, at least mm-hmm. from what I've seen in screenshots. But uh, I've seen pictures of uh, Fuji- of the Fujiko Mine show, and that show looks uh, pretty good, uh, pretty wild as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'd have to go with that too. Okay, Rose, how about you? I feel like everything that I have seen that you have shown me slash talked about from Modern Lupin makes me think that I would like it more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I did really enjoy Castle of Cagliostro. Uh, what I saw of it, I was like, and I do in general kind of like that old format of like one case per episode type thing, even if it's not with Lupin, like with other stuff. So uh, I, 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 I might share your viewpoint of like, not wanting it to be super serious mm-hmm. just like goofy because the favorite parts of castle cagliostro was when it was goofy less when it was serious yeah i i i i agree with y'all i think like the classic like miyazaki era uh designs are the best um and i i'm 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 very much in the middle between the like one episode one plot and the season spanning thing and that's why I feel like I like I liked season five, like despite its faults, because it did both of those. It had the more serious uh, season-spanning bits where it's like, okay, yeah, here's four episodes or three or four episodes about this one event, and that links to the other episodes in the future. But in between each of those arcs is a goofy episode that is just a one-off that's really fun. Like, like in part five, there was an episode where, like, the the episode was about how there was, like, there were, like, these, uh, genius inventors who were trying to figure out a, a lock that Lupin couldn't crack. And then they found out that the only way that they could do that is if they made a lock that would only open if you're really stupid. <laughs> and so they were like, well, Lupin can almost open it, but he's not stupid enough. So they, like, got him drunk, and then, like, got him horny, and then, like, he was just... And then, like, bashed, like, shit on top of his head, and they, like, just barely made him stupid enough to open it and shit. Like, it's, like that that's hilarious. God. Like, that's really fun. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, I like the mixture of the two. And I think th- that's, that's, I think, what part five did the best, was it, it, it had the fun yet serious arcs but then it also had just the completely goofy episodes like there's another episode that was just about everyone trying to use a toilet because lupon's toilet went out so they kept having to use fujiko's and like they were trying to like hide from zenigata but they were like oh well also our toilet's out so if he comes over to try to find us we have to send him over to fujiko's and fujiko doesn't want to cooperate with us so he's gonna find out that we're here because he's gonna go over to fujiko's it's it was really good um, let's see here. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boston says, Extremely bummed out to hear about Monkey Punch's passing. The late 70s and 80s loop on films and OVAs are some of my favorite anime things ever. Was curious about what your favorite loop on media is. Uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of answered that, I feel like. Um, I think Rose and I are just both gonna say Cagliostro, because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cagliostro's fucking amazing. Uh, Trixie, you absolutely should watch... Like, it's... It's Studio Ghibli's first movie, and it's... Really? Yeah, it's fucking sensational. It's legit one of the best movies that I've ever seen, period. Uh, I think it's still on Netflix. 
I'll definitely so, have to give it a shot. Absolutely. Uh, here's here's an opinion one here from Century Punk. Uh, when I think about Monkey Punch, I always remember his dynamic art in Cinderella Boy. And obviously Lupin is the standard for gentlemen thieves. I adore all of those dashing rogues, especially Fujiko. And even Zenigata is the only good cop, depending on the adaptation. Rest in peace to a great one. And, uh, yeah, I think that, that, that says it better than any of us could. Uh, rest, definitely rest in peace to Monkey Punch. He, he really laid the, the groundwork for characters that will, you know, stand the test of time. So, yeah, I, I, just, I just hope that more and more Lupin stuff continues to be made in the future. Like, there's already another Fujiko movie coming out, so, and it looks really fun. She's gonna it like, does look fun. She's going to play mummies and shit. Yeah. Nice. That's good. All right, uh, let's do, there, there are just a few more uh, just standard questions and opinions. A reminder, if you want to send in a question, it's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. We'll get to them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, another question from Robin here. Uh, have any of you watched any tokusatsu? I have not yet. Nope. I watched all of Garo. You ever hear that? Maybe? They wear, like, wolf armor outfits. That sounds about Oh, vaguely, yeah. They did a Final Fantasy fourteen collab with it a couple uh-huh. years ago, and I was like, what the hell is this? And like, then I looked at it and I was like, alright, that's pretty sick. And it was alright. Alright. Cool. My problem with tokusatsu stuff is there's no women in it at all. Mm, so I, I find yeah. it hard to, you know, relate to it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, one from Anonymous. Uh, how does Rose feel about Index Season 3's secondary protagonist, Hamazura? While I feel he's a much more tolerable character than Toma in some ways, the way he's forced into the central plot and much of the story around him rubs me in an extremely wrong way, somehow much more than Toma's simplistic dumbass often feels. Oh, no, yeah, totally. Like, I, hmm. So, like, the, the, yeah, Toma is, like, the main character. He's, like, super just basic dumbass man. You know, like, oh, whoa, what? Oh, no, I saw a titty. You know, that type of stuff. Hamazura, like, he does some stuff in earlier Index, but for a good while, the only thing that he contributes is people making fun of him for thinking bunny girls are hot or something. And, like, then all of a sudden he's, like, a major player throughout the entire second half of the season. And like, it's following him going around saving like a Russian village and shit. And it's just weird. Wild. And like the whole thing is being put up as like, he's in love with this girl who's always wearing a tracksuit. He's in love with her. Wow. And it's like, okay. And it's just weird. It's weird. Like he's all of a sudden become very important. Cause he doesn't even do much like at all. Like, and all of his like plots are resolved by someone else doing something. Like, which is kind of a thing consistent with Index, where, like, Toma doesn't do much. He has no magic, but he has his, you know, his hand that destroys all magic or whatever, which is the whole, like, gimmick of the show. So he just, like, shoves his hand in something. He at least does stuff. He tries to do stuff. And, like, Kamazur, I guess, tries to do stuff. But the entire time, it's just, like, he fails at it every single time. And then just by luck, I don't know, like, this big man with a sword will appear and solve all his problems. <laughs> and it's just sort of like, okay. But yeah, he's like less annoying than Toma. Cause Toma like 
never stops ever whereas this one is just he's basically like a blank slate if i'm being real with you like oh it's weird it's index three is weird i don't know if you saw like people were sending death threats to the director jesus to the point where like he made a tweet that's like thanks everyone who worked on the project we're finally done haha and then everyone was like die and he deleted the tweet oh my god it got really bad did people not like it that much? Apparently, like, they had to adapt in 26 episodes, like, a ton of stuff. And people were, like, really mad, particular because one of their favorite arcs or whatever was, like, not very good or something. Which is, like, I just feel bad for the studio. Yeah, Because they were dealt a bad hand, honestly. <laughs> like, Index is a very basic shoujo, shon, almost a shoujo shonen, uh, manga and like you see like Boku no Hero gets like you know like fucking 50 episodes or whatever the hell just do whatever they want in it index gets like 26 or whatever <laughs> after 8 years yeah wild I, I'm I'm hoping that the new railgun or whatever and the accelerator anime are good but I don't know I've only, I haven't heard anything good about the accelerator like manga that the anime is going to be based off of and I railgun I don't you know railgun is all girls so I'm not saying that makes it better or anything but maybe I am Rose, Fair how do you enough, feel? Yeah. How do you feel about that fucking virtual on spinoff that came out for uh, this anime? What? I've never seen that. What? You didn't know? It recently no. got like it like it was only out for like a year and then it got delisted. What? I'm looking yeah. this up now. Virtual I mean, on. Like you can buy physical copies still, and you know you can just, like, play what? it for PS4. But yeah, there's a virtual on spinoff for I think Index or Railgun or whatever. That's yeah, it's for index. It's fucking weird. What? Yeah. I'd never seen this. <laughs> Comment on this. Too bad they didn't do a crossover with Virtua Fighter, frowny face. What? <laughs> there's a there's a part what? <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to buy it because, like, it's a delisted game and I want to have a copy of it, but also, like, yeah. I don't know jack shit about Index and I also kind of actively hate Virtual On, so... <laughs> well, then don't, no! <laughs> then, yeah, I'm not gonna That's buy so it. weird, I'm, though. I'm buy it, I'm just saying, like, it, like there's, there's, a, there's a part of me, you know? There's a part of me I shouldn't listen to, and I'm probably not going to. That's still really bizarre. It is. Especially because it was, like, around for a year! It made a whole game, and, like, I don't know if it sold like shit, but that's so weird. But, like, Index doesn't even have anything to do with robots. I uh, you know, Index, I still need to watch the last couple episodes of Index, but it was, like, really weird. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm glad I don't know if I'm glad that I'm on break for all these shonens, because yeah. like, on one hand yes, but on the other half it's like this horny nightmare <laughs> never ends. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, real quick, I just wanted to say, Robin, since Zenigato is the only good cop, you will not disrespect Dick Gumshoe and Columbo oh, yeah. on this no, podcast. That's true. All right, <laughs> Columbo. They're all the same person. All of I them. don't care. <laughs> 
Anyway, last question. <laughs> if you want to send in a question, please go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Harlequin Wheels has an opinion here. Uh, only checking out a few shows this season. And just based off the first episodes, I'd recommend Senryu Shoujo and also Hitori Bochi for Slice of Life fans. In general, I'd also say Asaran Zanmai made a really strong first impression and was my favorite ED of the season. Question, what's your favorite first episode of an anime? Did the rest of the show manage to live up to or even surpass the pilot? First favorite first episode? That's Damn. a good question. Well, I'll, you two can quickly think about while I quickly uh, agree that Senryo Shoju is alright. It's, it's another short, but it's an actual good short from this season uh it's slice of lifey the only real gimmick is that the uh main character the main girl doesn't speak for uh no stated reason and instead communicates through solely through a uh, samryu uh 575 mm-hmm. uh it's it's all right uh it's at least better than the other shorts we talked about that's for sure Hmm. Uh, I think my answer would probably be Space Dandy. I just remember watching that and falling in love with that show and keeping that love throughout the entire time I watched it. That's valid. Mm-hmm. I, hmm, I, you know, hmm. I don't want to just come out here and say Gurren Lagan, <laughs> but Gurren Lagan's first episode's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. You know, I it's semi related. Uh, I I really like the first episode of Luluco. It oh, made me yeah. go like, oh, I love this. This is great. This is exactly the, like the franticness that my horrible ADHD brain needs. <laughs> uh, like I, I I love how fast it is. This is great. It's cute. It has the great animation style that I love from Trigger. And like yeah, all right. And then like. I like most of that show, but also, like, at certain points, it just became, like, Trigger jerking itself off. Mm-hmm. Like, with the Kill a Kill episode. And then, like, the uh, Little Witch episode, which they used to announce the anime. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. It was so weird. Uh, but it was still, like, I was like, so I wouldn't know if they lived up to the first episode, but I really liked the first episode of that. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is great. You know what? What didn't live up to it was uh, I've already forgotten. Damn. Oh, I remember. I didn't like the first episode of Zombieland Saga. Really? Mm. No, but I liked the rest of it. I liked the second episode a ton. Yeah, the second episode. So, uh, too bad it wasn't the first episode because that would have been an easy answer. Yeah, I yeah. felt the same way. I wasn't, like, completely down on it, but I was just like, we'll see where this goes. And then after that, it was the entire the rest of the time, I was just like, oh, this is great. Yeah, that's fair. I guess, man, if I had to really think about this, I'd be thinking all day. I guess I'll say Nichijou, because uh, I still remember watching that for the first time, and that episode is one of my favorites in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, really sets uh, the tone. Yeah, uh, I think the, uh, Yuko trying to keep the sausage off of the floor is one of my favorite segments in that entire show. Uh, genuine goldmine of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Nichijou getting a dub? Yes. Yeah, 
It is. What the fuck is up with that? I don't know. Uh, Funny teased it a few days ago, but nobody really noticed, so they've just outright <laughs> said it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there's there's a new Blu-ray that's coming out in July that has a dub on it. That's so fucking weird. It yeah. is weird. Uh, depending on how that dub script goes, it'll probably be the closest we get to a second season of Nichijou. Um, hmm? <sighs> ah. You didn't have to say it. Look... You know, you know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna hope that we get a city anime. Oh, uh, that'd be a, good. Yeah, yeah that'd be if, real good. If we get a city anime, that is ba- that. That's just Nishijou two. That's not Nishijou second season. That's Nishijou two. So I'll take that. Yeah, I'd be good with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, to kind of follow up with you, Rose, about uh, something that um, I mean, this isn't my favorite, but did I? Did I tell the uh, the the everyday life with monster girl story on here? Yeah, I maybe I think so. Go for it again. Who cares? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Y'all, y'all just are, say it. Y'all are paying the fucking money for it. You know, I'll tell you again. All right, so um, I just remember that show came out and it was like this is going to be about this realistic story about these monster girls and how they are treated in this world and they'll experience trials and tribulations and the first episode was like this really good nuanced thing about like not looking down on people and like microaggressions and it was really smart it was really really smart and then the second episode was just like hey uh so the dohan girl is in love with a teacher and the teacher's gonna take her out on a date and i just went oh no because i (laughs) had recommended that anime based on the first episode on Oops. the original Chooch podcast, and I looked like a fucking idiot. That next episode, that next week, I had to be like, no, 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 I'm so sorry. Like, I hope none of you got upset, because I did not know. I am so sorry. Like, it was rough. I was very angry at that. So that was, like, the, I guess, best first episode in relation to the rest of the show, because the first episode was really good and the rest of it was disgusting. I mean, you can just think of it as a one-episode OVA, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. All right, well, I think, I think that's it. Rose, you want to you take it home? Yeah, all right. So, again, if you want to send questions like that, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, as always, just any opinions you want as well. You know, we'll read them. We'll discuss them. We'll bounce off of them as if you were here yourself. Um, and uh, if you want to get episodes of this podcast early, go to patreon.com slash VGCC. It's just $1 for this show. Just $1 a month. Just one, $1. That's not even $2. That's $1. No tax. Just $1. You give it to us. And you get it early. And if you give $3, you also gain access to The Root. The Route? The Root. You pick your poison. You get access to that one month early if you pay $3. So $3 gets you both shows. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um, um, real quick, I just want to say, um, so The Route has its own uh, free feed now. 
uh, right, HitCast, yeah. through the RSS feed. Um, I don't know when that's going to go up on iTunes. They'll let us do it eventually. Once it lets us, it'll be up on iTunes as well. Um, I will just say, um, I don't know when we're going to have Chuchigatri's um, feed because it needs an image. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, I need to figure out what the image is going to be and then commission it. So give us a little bit to make a an image for the feed. Um, you know, I just, I just don't want it to be like just a picture that I, like a reaction image or something because everyone will want to beat my ass. <laughs> um, for however long it's up for like a week or two while we uh figure out what we want to use but yeah that'll that'll have its own free feed eventually that you can subscribe to if you're listening to it on uh uh, without patreon um but it'll still be on the patreon patron feed for those of you that are subscribed for a dollar or three or whatever you're doing um so if you're listening through patreon nothing will change but if you're listening free we'll uh st- we'll start up a new feed in the future um but you know don't worry too much about that you might just have to subscribe to a different feed to get it soon all right well i think that's everything then right sure yeah mm-hmm. all right well then i hope everyone has a good week weekend night morning mm-hmm. anytime you're listening to this do your best you know gambate oh. as the anime say and before gambate. you forget oh. Just a reminder that we're going to be watching Kill Me Baby. Yeah, Kill Me Baby. Yeah. Oh, and and you know, a little, a little tiny warning. Uh, this is something that I forgot. Oh, no. Um, what? It's just, if you're watching it on YouTube and you're watching the dub specifically, I don't remember what episode it is because we haven't gotten to it yet. And I don't even know if... <laughs> I don't even know if my memory is serving me correctly, but I feel like it would be better safe than sorry. And if you're just if this is something that distinctly bothers bothers you, you should know. In like the back half of the show, the dub does drop the R word once, and I just feel like I should just say that because it's just once, mm. and it just reminds me how all the dubs that I really really love use a no no word like once. Oh. Right, Cromarty, right? Like, remember, like, episode three, they just dropped that F? Oh, it's uh, the first? God. First geez. episode, they dropped the F slur once. Good lord. And then oh the rest God. of the show is perfectly fine. It's so frustrating Jeez. because, like, I always want to be like, yeah, let's watch Cromarty. This show is so good. And then I'm just always sitting there, like, oh, I forgot. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. no. Because it's so good other than that. So, yeah, Mm. so if you're watching the dub that's on YouTube or Verve, because it's on Verve, just be aware. I don't remember what episode it is. It's after episode, uh, because I've I've been watching it already. It's after episode 7, at least, because we've watched up through 7, and it hasn't happened yet. So just be aware. I, I apologize that I didn't say anything earlier, but just, you know, be aware. It's once. I'm sorry. I wish it wasn't there. I really do. I'll, I'll release the official edited version one day where it just they just say, like, stinky or something instead. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that that's it. Thank you, Rose. <laughs> no problem. Alright. Well, that's everything for real this time. Mm-hmm. 
This is episode 13. Good night, everyone. Goodbye. なんだ